morning, I ask you, Lord, that your word will accomplish and prosper in what it has been sent you do in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. That your word will now return by void in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And this morning, by the grace of God, I want to talk about my tomorrow will be greater than today in the mighty name of Jesus. Tomorrow will be greater than in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Our tomorrow will be greater. It will be better. It will be glorious. It will not be bitter in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The truth is nobody plans to fail, but many people fail to plan. When you plan, the plan, when you plan, you expect that you are going to succeed in that plan by the help of the Almighty God. But the moment you fail to plan, then it's a big issue. Uh, my focus this morning will be on seven people that can determine your tomorrow. I want to look at seven people that can determine our tomorrow. And the first person I'll be talking about is the Almighty God, the Almighty God. Amen. The Almighty God can determine your tomorrow. The Almighty God can determine my tomorrow. Amen. Why? Because he created me and he knew my handing from my beginning. Every minute detail about me, God knows. Even things I don't know about myself. The same applies to you also. He knows everything. He knows your end. Amen. From your beginning. He has the blueprint. He has the manual of our lives. In the book of Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 5. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. The Bible is, you know, the Bible. And, and God told them, um, Dr. Jeremiah, he said, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. Before ever, before uh, Jeremiah's mom and dad came together, God knew him. So that's the saying to me that God knew me, God knew you. Amen. Even before mom and dad came together. Before we came out from the womb, the Bible says he sanctified us and ordained us to be a prophet unto the nations. I believe there is something great about your life that you need to plan into, that you need to pray into existence this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. There is a plan and purpose of God for creating me and for creating you. And that plan and purpose is what I want to pray concerning, that the plan and purpose of God for creating me will be realized, it will manifest from this very moment onward, from this very hour, from this very minute, from this very second, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The plan and purpose of God 
God that knew me before I was formed in the belly. The God that knew me before I came out of my mother's womb. The God that sanctified me and ordained me to be a prophet unto the nations. Amen. There is a plan and purpose of God for creating you and for creating me. I want us to open our mouth this morning, Father. Your plan and your purpose for creating me. Father, let it be realized. Let it begin to manifest in my life, in my life, in my life, in my life, in in Genesis 37, God gave Joseph the revelation. God gave this young man, a 17-year-old, the revelation. And he saw tomorrow. And when he saw his tomorrow, he saw greatness. And he became great. Amen. He saw tomorrow. He saw greatness. He told the parents and the brothers what he saw. They hated. You know, the brothers hated him. What, what do you mean? Do you mean that we are going to bow to you? He told, he told the dad and the mom also. He told, he told them. And, and the, dad, the dad kept it in his heart. He said, definitely, this boy will be great. Amen. I'm here to announce to you that you will be great. Tomorrow, tomorrow will be greater, will be better. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. The Bible tells me, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. The Bible tells me, the Bible says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, say the Lord, that of peace and not of evil it was to give you an expected end a glorious future this is the thought of god towards me god is capable of determining my tomorrow god is the one that can make my tomorrow amen better and greater in the name of jesus it tells me also in deuteronomy 29 and verse 29 deuteronomy 29 verse 29 says the secret things belongs unto the lord our god but those things which are revealed belong unto us and our children. Amen. For, and the Bible says forever. It belongs to us forever. 
in that we may do all the works of the Lord, of, of the Lord. Amen. So we need, amen, the secret things belongs unto God for the things that are revealed. Amen. God had to reveal to, to Joseph to see it in his future. So many of us, we have not even asked God that Father reveal to me my future. I want to see that future. Amen. Most of us don't even know what the future, what lies in that future for you and for me. Most of us don't know. But in the place of prayer, you can, you know, because God revealed Joseph's tomorrow to him. When he saw his tomorrow, he saw greatness and he became great. You can ask God to reveal your tomorrow to you. And I'm telling you that when you when you see what your tomorrow holds for you, amen, you will begin to rejoice and begin to glorify the Almighty. In the place of prayer this morning, I want to ask God, Father, reveal my tomorrow to me. The things that, because the things that belong to me and my children, those things that belong to you and your children forever, Father, reveal them unto me. you know, in the Bible says that, you know, the thought of God towards us, that thought of, you know, thank, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Uh, the Bible says the thought, uh, uh, the thought that God thinks, you know, thinks towards us, you know, they are thought of peace and not of evil. It will give us an unexpected thing. You know, your thought, you know, Father, your thought towards me, that thought of peace and not of evil. Therefore, I reject every evil that is locking in my tomorrow. Every evil that is locking in my tomorrow, I reject it. Every evil that is locking in my tomorrow, I reject Number two, number two, Satan and his demons, they can determine a person's tomorrow. Satan and his demons. Because he is, Satan is an adversary. 
Amen. Whether you want to believe it or not, he's not the number one enemy that the person has. Is. Amen. He's our number one enemy. He's a devourer. He's a killer. He's a destroyer. The Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 10, that he came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Amen. You know, you know, Satan, Satan walked against Judas Iscariot. He walked against uh, the has a tampered with their destiny. So there's you know there are times that sometimes when I when, when I look at some people, I, I I I just I notice immediately that the destiny of this person has been tampered with. Mm. Amen. Every evil that is done to my destiny, Father, let it be reversed now in the mighty name of Jesus. Every evil that has been done to the destiny of my wife, let it be reversed now. Let it be reversed now. Let it be reversed now. Jesus in one Peter chapter five and verse eight. One Peter five verse eight. The Bible says we should be sober. Sober. We should be vigilant because the adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, he, he walketh about seeking whom he may devour. He's walking about, but the Bible calls him a roaring lion. He's not the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's only a roaring lion. And one of the things when a lion roars, Amen. All he wanted to do is to cause fear. Mm. Amen. So the Bible says, you know, Satan is only a roaring lion. But we belong to the lion of the tribe of Judah. I don't know about you. I belong to the lion of the tribe of Judah. The lion of the tribe of Judah. Amen. So one of the things that a roaring lion does to a person is to create fear. Is to create fear. You know, when you are looking at your tomorrow and you allow fear to set in, if you are not careful, it will affect you. So I want us to reject fear because we are talking about our tomorrow. That and my tomorrow, your tomorrow will be greater. It will be glorious. It will be better. So I want us to reject fear of the roaring lion. I want to reject it this morning. I reject every fear of the royal life. 
in James chapter 4 and verse 7, James chapter 4, the Bible says, Submit to God and resist the devil, and he will flee from you. The Bible says, Would you submit? You know, because the, you know, Satan is capable of affecting a person's tomorrow. But the Bible says, Would you submit to God? Amen. That is, we surrender our everything, so everything to him. When you submit to the, you know, we have to submit to the Lordship of Jesus. Maybe you are on the altar, you are yet to know Jesus. You have to submit to him. If you don't want Satan, you know, what, you know to mess up that future, to mess up that tomorrow, submit to the Lordship of, of Jesus. In the place of prayer this morning, I want us to say, I submit to the Lordship of Jesus. I resist the devil and I command him to flee from me. Because the Bible says, when you submit to God and you resist the devil, he will flee from you. Number three. Number three, the person that can determine your tomorrow our friends can determine our our tomorrow our friends the friends that we keep the friends that we have can determine the people you associate with can affect your tomorrow the company you keep can determine what will accompany you amen amen the Bible, you, know, you know you know we used to say that the sheep that moves with the dogs you know will soon eat feces so there are genuine friends, and these genuine friends, they are not very common, they are not very many. Genuine friends, I mean, friends that you can call friend, friends indeed. You know, they are, not, they are not common and they are not many. But they are unfriendly friends. The ones that are, they are, they are dream killers, they are, they are, they are, they are, they are destiny killers. Amen. And we have them all around us. In the place of prayer this morning, a friend can determine a person's tomorrow. You know, this unfriendly friend, we can ask our Father, our Heavenly Father, to separate us from, from, from them. You know, Father, please separate me from every unfriendly friend 
those who are dream killers, those who are destiny killers. Please separate me and my family from them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus you know, you know, God, God used Jonathan to help David. Jonathan was a friend in need and a friend indeed. You know, we're going to ask our Heavenly Father to connect us with friends who are true and genuine, the true ones, the genuine ones. our enemies can determine our tomorrow. Amen. It may sound so funny, but they can't determine our tomorrow. Joseph's brothers, they tried to prevent him from reaching his goal, but they failed. Amen. But when you look at it, the master planner was behind everything when they sold him into slavery. Amen. The master planner was behind everything. The brothers, you know, they said, oh, at least we'll now see how you are going to become, how you are, how you are going to become, you know, that, uh, that, we will, that all of us will bow to you. We will see how that will happen. Amen. They were enemies to him. Even though they were, they were his brothers, but at that point in time, they were enemies to him. Daniel's enemies, they wanted to stop him, but they failed. One of the things God will not allow to happen is God will cause them to fail as they try to prevent you from, you know, reaching that greater tomorrow that God has, you know, in store for you. 
We are going to pray that everyone that is trying to prevent me from reaching my goal, Father, let them fail woefully in the mighty name of Jesus. Everyone that is preventing me, that wanted to stop me from reaching my goal, my function, my goal, let them fail. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Number five, because of time, I just wanted to make sure that I'm able to touch all the points that I have done. Number five, your helpers. God can use anyone to help you. Therefore, please do not look down on anyone. anyone. Huh? Imagine a slave girl. A slave girl was used here, you know, to cause the healing of the master. Hmm. The Bible talks so much about the master. You know, how he had favor with God, how he has been able to, God has used him mightily, you know, to win wars. But the Bible said the man had a boss in his life, but a girl in the house, whoever was even a, a maid to the to the wife, was the one that cost, you know, that God used to help Naaman to get his healing. If they had looked down that girl, Naaman would have died a leper. God used Elijah to help the widow of Zarephath. God used King Pharaoh to help Joseph, because under Pharaoh, Joseph rose to the top. Amen, God can use anyone. God used the king one day. The king could not sleep. The king was trying to sleep. The king could not sleep. Until the king had to open the book of Chronicles. And he saw that a man had, you know, had been instrumental to, you know, for, for him not to have been killed. And, he, and the man was just a gate man. From a gate man, the man was promoted and the man became a prime minister. I'm talking about mm. Mordecai. Mm. Wherever that helper is, wherever that my helper, that will be instrumental to my tomorrow. Father, wherever the helper is, Father, send my helpers destiny to me now. Send my the Holy Spirit. Number six. Number six. The one who has authority over you can determine your tomorrow. 
maybe your spiritual leaders, political leaders, your boss in the office can affect your tomorrow. Beloved, you do not need to know your helper. There was a woman I heard from Pastor Ayo, for one day. He said this woman was working in, in, in a big multinational company. And then uh, the woman being a Christian will not, you know, do what the kind of things they do. And you know, she's not the kind of person that they can, you know, you know, the, before you get promotion, you know, back home with all the rubbish they do. This woman will not, she's not interested in all the nonsense that they do. And because of that, they denied the woman promotion four times that she was due promotion. They, they kept denying the woman. So the owner of the company one day was just looking at files of, you know, employees. And there was a look at the file of this woman and saw that the woman had been denied for promotion. She qualified. And the mistake that they made, they keep making, was they were saying good things about her. How she has been instrumental, you know, to, to the company making profit and all manner of good things. But they refused to promote her. When the owner of the company saw who was not even a Christian, but not even have anything to do with God. So he saw the injustice. Saw the injustice and uh, had to address the injustice, promoted the woman four times, and, 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 and he asked the accountant to make sure that they, they pay her all her areas for the past years that she had been denied. The woman, the following day, when she got the letter, went to say thank you to the boss. The boss said, go away from me. I don't have anything to do. I'm just doing my work. Get out of my office. You don't need, you don't need to know your helper. Amen. Wherever that helper is, wherever the helper is, my father, my God, that person, oh Lord, it may be a spiritual leader, maybe a political leader, maybe your boss. Father, touch the heart of that person this morning. Touch the heart of that because I came on this altar this morning. My, my father, my Number seven. Please, do we still have time? Okay, I, I think there's few minutes left. Amen. You can determine your tomorrow. You, I can determine my tomorrow. Amen. Individuals can determine their tomorrow by their actions, by their choices, by their decisions, or goals that they set for themselves. Esau took a decision. He sold his birthrights to the to the junior brother, to, to, to Jacob. His action, amen, robbed him of his position and his blessings. He took a decision. He mortgaged his tomorrow because of food. Because of food. Daddy Gio once told us about two friends that went to a seer. 
they went to a seer, and the seer said to one, you will become a king. And the seer said to the other person, aha, you are going to die poor. You know what the man that the seer said will die poor? That from that moment that the seer said you are going to die poor, the man rejected it. The man rejected it. The one that was told he would be poor, he took a decision from that moment. He said, I will aspire. And I will be great. I will aspire to be good and I will be great. And he was working very hard. The one that they said will become a king. He was just going about with his with his agbada and he was going everywhere. Was, you know, I'm going to become a king. He was doing nothing about it. The one that said they said will die poor. The man worked hard, he was working very hard. And they said he had a land that they, they, they asked him to clear the land. I, I cannot remember that story very well. But it so happened that they found gold on that land. When they found the gold, they went to just find out how much the gold is worth. Took one, one of the one, one and asked the ghostmate. And the ghostmate, you know, told him the price and, and, and the value. And the man would say, ah. So the gospel thought that maybe the price was too, uh, then he increased the price. The man shouted again, ah, okay, I will increase it for you. Well, as each time the man increased it, the man was shouting, ah. By the time you know what was happening, this man had become great. He had a glorious future. When it was time for them to make a king, it was, it was, he was the one that was made the king. The other man died poor. The one that was told that he will become a king. Amen. If you don't aspire, brothers and sisters in Christ, you will aspire. One of the things about God, amen, if you want to walk with God, a lazy man cannot walk with God. A lazy person cannot walk with God. It's time for us to get out of that slumber. We need to wake up. If you want to walk with God, wake up. I'm telling you this morning, wake up. You want to walk with God, you can't be under your duvet and say you are doing good morning, Jesus. You must be deceiving yourself. The weather is bitterly cold, but you want to meet with the King of Kings. Let him see that in your heart. Beloved, if you're ready, you can ask him to crown your efforts for a glorious tomorrow that my Lord and my God crown all my efforts. He sees you and all my efforts. Lord, Father, you need to war with them in the place of prayer. You war with prophecy. Man, the man that was told that he will become poor, he rejected it. 
every evil prophecy over my life, I reject them today in Jesus' name. I want us to thank the Lord for that. I thank you for my past and I thank you for my present. Please let my tomorrow be better and not bitter. Please thank God for your past. Thank God for the past and thank Him for the present. And ask Him that we should please let my tomorrow be better. you know, you know, the Lord prayed for Peter, and the plan of Satan failed over Peter's life. We're going to ask him this morning, the Father, please pray. Please pray for me and let all my enemies fail over my life. Amen. Pray for Peter. Please, enemy fail over Please, Father, I'm going to take one more prayer because I know it's time now. Just, I just take one more and then, and then we shall uh, we'll round up. 
I'm going to ask in the Father, please give me the grace to run this race and to finish well in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To run this race and to finish well. I'll ask Pastor Lord to take the closing prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm.